What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is the super talented Nicole Ruggiero. Hello, everyone. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com, and most importantly, TikTok. You know, I think you have to mention <laughs> that these days. I, I think you zoomed through that faster than you ever have Ever. Really? Yeah, that was pretty cool. quick. Well done. I should just clip it and play it right? like normal. <laughs> this is how you start the week. show. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you have a question for the show. We, we really like to hear uh, all of these ideas and topics. Um, it, it helps us stay fresh because we like to talk about what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. That's, that always helps, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, this week, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a short show today. And that's not mm-hmm. the the usual jokey short show because we go on forever. We actually do kind of have a uh, <clears throat> a short show today. We've all got places to be. Got mm-hmm. some vacations coming up. Yeah. And, next uh, week. Next week. No show. Yeah. No show next week. Got to got to warn everybody. Maybe no maybe show. I'll like live stream myself on Twitch or something like that or on YouTube. You know, and y'all can just come no. hang out with me. No. 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 You can't. You're not allowed. Well, not on our stream, but maybe on my own. <laughs> you should you should live stream some uh, some motion graphics. You should do some some dailies. Totally, It'd be fun. Um, so yeah, we got those coming up. So we're we're a little behind on a few things. You know, we're working on this Houdini scholarship and the details of it. And mm-hmm. I just want to get all those details right first. So we're gonna get that sorted out after the vacation. I'm gonna be going up to uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not specifically Denver, actually. I don't think we're going to make it into Denver, but up to Colorado and get some nice cool air since it is over 100 here already, mm-hmm. humanx wise. So that'll be nice. First time to kind of get out of here since COVID. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so no show and uh, the uh, creating the Unreal. We've got some plans as well because uh, I was talking to Winbush. We talked for a couple hours about some ideas about what we could do for some uh, new updates to the course and some contests and all sorts of fun things. So be on the lookout for that as the summer goes by and to continue the summer of MoGraph, we really have some great guests coming up, um, including Tori Bryant. I just wanted to mention uh, this is, this is a little bit different because, you know, she does stuff that has to do with uh, like stop motion animation, 3d printing, other stuff. So, you know, so check all that out. We're, we're trying to get like a big variety um, as as we go through um, the rest of the summer and the rest of this year and, and kind of bring people in from like these different areas to learn more about what some other possibilities are in the world of motion design and mm-hmm. animation. So um, there's that. The 3D Motion Show is Wednesday. Don't forget to check that out. Uh, that is going to be um, starting, let's see, I believe at... Uh, uh, ten thirty Central Time. That's the best that I can remember on that, uh, off the top of my head. But um, there's that, and also, um, I just I thought it was interesting to uh dive into the world of doing music for money. <laughs> 
And I just, yeah. it's very yeah. interesting experience because uh, I'm kind of relating it to like the world of motion graphics. I got paid to do my first like music mm-hmm. composition on something. It's good. And uh, it's an interesting experience to kind of go through because you're you're relating everything you do with clients to the world of, of motion graphics. So mm-hmm. I was doing that and... Um, you know, interesting. If if we do more of that, we'll maybe talk about it. You know, dealing with clients when you're making them custom things that aren't motion graphics. Right. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are getting into like multiple uh, medias now, and mm-hmm. so that might some- be something interesting to explore. And lastly, uh, lastly, the the thing I wanted to talk about on the week wrap up is I wanted to announce. Uh, that Julie and I are having a baby. Yay! A baby! <laughs> it's been uh, something that uh, we've been holding out on announcing for a while. So, mm-hmm. you know, it feels good to finally get that out there. So, if you see us uh, at the at Camp MoGraph, which she, she insists on going to Camp MoGraph yeah. despite being pregnant, um, you're, you're going you're gonna to have to... You know, make sure she's, help me make sure she's okay. It's a big camp. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So, that's the the week wrap up. And um, I wanted to um, quickly do some Ravcock What's Your Flavor. What's your flavor? This is our acronym for all the render engines. Uh, and at this point, we rarely talk about some of these render engines. Yeah, there's but not a lot of updates it. on some of them. Yeah. Um, but there is um, the... 3080 Ti that came out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh, I got 3090s. I don't care about them. <laughs> I need to get some 3090s. I mean, I'm like, really? Like, what do you it, have? Look, it's crazy. Go ahead. I have a like three 1080 Ti's still, but I really yeah. want to get like two 3090s at some point. But I'm like, you know, have a hard time justifying the insane like price gouging <laughs> yep. on them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty painful. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, I, I, I think it, I felt like it was a whole lot easier to get them like when they were first announced. Yeah, definitely. You know, because we picked up we picked up ten of them. You know, yeah, uh, uh, or maybe more. No, probably eleven, 11 because yeah, yeah, we we sold one to Ariev, but like we still need to pick up two more, and now they're impossible to get. Like they're gone impossible. almost instantly. Yeah. You know, versus earlier, it's like oh, they're for sale. Okay, we grab them real quick. You know, yeah, it's pretty bad. Like I'm hoping that like it like gets better um, with some new like crypto announcements and stuff. Um, yeah, we'll see. Think definitely like the the mining is is what's like um, creating this shortage as well. On top of like the hardware, yeah. yeah, like the chip shortages and stuff like that. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nearly I impossible. I've been watching these videos, and I'll have some links in the show notes to some of these. But I, I've been watching some of this stuff, like Linus Tech Tips, and these other people are saying. And to me, it almost seems like they're doing some of these shortages on purpose. Yeah. To kind of like, mm. I don't know, get us to be okay with spending that kind of money. I, right? I don't yeah. know. I feel kind <laughs> of taken. I, w- I would have but. rather them just released it at that like price point then if that was the case, you know. I, I, I don't think mm-hmm. it makes a ton of sense because right. I think the value 
increase with the like faster speeds is was justifiable for them to like you know create that kind of like price point or maybe even set it mm-hmm. a little bit lower rather than letting like the market decide you know th- from the shortages right, yeah. I don't, that's my opinion <laughs> now the, the, the ones we bought we have never paid more than retail for yeah We've yeah never paid more than retail and and that's why we're yeah, having I mean, we're, we don't want it's to not pay. like we're, we're sure we could get one for double if we wanted it it's but. not right. like we're we're in dire straits where we're building a computer and we actually need the cards yeah. it's right. like we will update we will upgrade our stuff as soon as we can you know that's and I'm like at, right yeah. now I'm sitting on two 20, 2070 supers, you know, and they're perfectly fine in my third render machine. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll upgrade those to 3090s as soon as we can, but it's still a workhorse right now. I'm wondering know? if, yeah. like, the, the new cards are going to come out and, like, get released before, yeah. like, we, we can even get before the 3090s, you, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I, we probably got... Probably another year and a half before new cards. I think it's every two years, right? Is it? You Something know? like that. I think it's every two Who years. Knows nowadays, I mean, it might be so hard to roll these things out. They might kind of drag it out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They got all these new ones coming out. They got the, they've got the the thirty eighty Ti, which honestly, I mean, there's the CUDA cores are slightly different, but the biggest mm-hmm. thing is that the only difference, be, for the most part, between that and a thirty ninety is the fact that. It's got like it? half the VRAM yeah. of the thirty ninety, but that's it's like it. just spend the extra money and get the extra VRAM, you know? Right? Yeah. Why not? If you can think, get it, I mean, well, all these cards comment, are impossible to find anyway. So yeah. we're all well, speaking in hypotheticals saw, right now. <laughs> one comment I saw is that nobody needs forty eight gig of VRAM, or yeah, forty eight. Is it no twenty four gig of VRAM mm-hmm. uh, when they're gaming? That's what I saw for the right, most part. Right, it's, right, right. Sure. So that's why it makes sense to get a 3080 Ti, you know, yeah. if you're a professional. The uh, 3070 Ti was announced as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'll put all these links in the show notes so you can check it out, but uh, there's also a funny video that I'm linking to where this guy said he made a 4090, <laughs> and he made this ridiculous contraption, like, with, it looks like, one of these cards right but mm-hmm. it's it's huge we're talking like it's a couple feet long and it has all these fans all over it and he's showing how he built it and then he That's turns funny. it on and it smokes it's just it's a silly video but That's i'll funny. post it and the last thing i wanted to talk about uh in just the render segment is that jules did post a picture of um of octane working in unreal 5 they're all yeah. working on that right now and awesome. supposedly that's or, uh, according to that tweet the unreal 5 it's supposed to work with brigade and the multi render uh kernel mm-hmm. as well so i mean you're yep. talking all the different render engines you know arnold inside of unreal like that's crazy cool that's yeah. so cool orbic support have orbic you guys support, uh yeah, played with unreal 5 yet not five. I, I haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, I downloaded yeah. it and I downloaded like the test project, but I still haven't like been able to mess around. I'm I'm so curious about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I it's, think the layout's supposed to be nice, uh, but I I do hear after talking to Windbush that it's very buggy right now. Oh it yeah, totally. It's there, not even a beta. There was like a warning of like this is for people who enjoy like the bleeding edge of like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you are okay, you just be okay with the crashes. Just accept the crashes. It's like Zen. It's yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I'm I'm excited about it. I, I I think that a lot of people are probably holding out or were holding out for this because mm-hmm. they saw the announcement what a year ago, something like for that. Five, yeah. and it's like okay, when five comes out, I'm going to jump in. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of feel like that. There's so many things I want to I want to I want to try that I, I want to try I want to try Unreal Five, but it's like so last week Dave and I finally delivered our big project. <laughs> That we've yeah. been working on for the past three months, and it felt so good. It's like the stress of working 16-hour days every single day for almost three months straight is gone. And, yeah, then we had a Halo day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Played, played so, Halo for, what, 15 hours? It was awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was a 15-hour Halo run. I w- was on from 12 p.m. to 12 midnight. I played yeah. every game. Yeah. For 12 hours, and I'm a little burnt out on it. But um, um, Unreal, have you played with Unreal besides 5 before? Or was this your first experience? Oh, no. That? Yeah, I've used, been using Unreal for years, uh, doing, like, VR stuff. Um, I just cool. uh, oh, yeah. opened an exhibition called How the Internet Changed My Life. Um, just opened in Germany. Um, cool. Which is, like... A, like a portrait and like multimedia experience, but it has like a big chunk of it is like a VR experience um, that I worked on with my friend, the Glad Scientist, um, and we've been working on that for the past year. Finally, just finished it. We did it um, <coughs> with the Oculus Quest um, and like hand mm-hmm. tracking, really new thing. Uh, speaking of like yeah. bleeding edge of of tech, um, mm-hmm. really quite challenging. Um, we were originally using the Magic Leap, actually, and um, yeah. mm-hmm. that, like, they kind of, the whole company, you know, kind of died in the pandemic, and um, mm-hmm. so we, we like, pivoted to the, the Quest, and um, that was a whole process in and of itself to kind of, like, migrate the project over to that, and, like, sure. you know... Um, Sabio, the Glad scientist, had to like change a bunch of the code and like re- like redo a lot of the blueprinting, and it was really, um, really it was it was a lot a lot of work. We had to change a lot of like the graphical elements as well, a lot of the three D stuff. But I think in the long term, this is so much better, and I'm really happy with it. And like doing doing the hand tracking stuff was just really cool to like be able to like use your hands instead of like the controllers is is so satisfying um Mm -hmm. yeah how much control do you have i I messed with them for a minute and then i turned it off because i was interfering with what i was trying to do in the quest so i turned it off the hand tracking is it getting better yeah um you know it's still like a newer thing so it's not perfect but um it's it's really cool and um it's not it's not like bad by any means uh but i will say that it's it's also not like super super perfect um there are some games using it and um overall like it's it's nothing like super noticeable uh i would give it like a maybe like an eight out of ten right now um Mm. i think it can improve of course uh but for the most part, it's it's definitely functional and really satisfying. I think. <clears throat> so so 
tell us more about the exhibit. I want to know, like, what yeah, do you see? Yeah, I'm looking on your Twitter, you and I only see, like, yeah. a couple of images. I'm curious what, it, I what know. the exhibit uh, <laughs> I need consists to, of. I'm going to keep uh, promoing it. I didn't want to, like, spam everyone at once. Because um, <laughs> it is quite a large project. I started it, like, three years ago, three or four years mm-hmm. ago. Um, but basically, um, I went around and I interviewed people about their internet experiences and, um, I, I put out like an open call for that. And then I chose uh, certain people to focus on, um, for the exhibition. And, um, those were the people who I felt really like had the internet ingrained in their identities. Um, so I like, you know, uh, flew around to different places, some, some in New York, like LA, uh, like Germany, Japan. Um, and I focused on six people for this. And basically I made, um, portraits, uh, that, um, like I took pictures of the like actual photographs of the people after I like met with them in person and I composited in a figure called the internet into each portrait that represents um, the interviewee's experience online. So this figure is pretty consistent throughout the portraits, um, but it changes a little bit according to how each person uses the internet. Um, so it started out with that, the portraits, and then we moved on to doing um, the VR component. So <clears throat> again, six interviewees that we focused on, so six portraits, and then multimedia component that um, goes into each interviewee's experience. Four people are um, have their own VR experience, and then the two other people, uh, one has a face filter and one has a website. Um, so and and the VR portion is is really really cool and I mean the other portions are really awesome also I got um help by like a few other friends as well Dylan Banks did the music for the VR really really good um Mm -hmm. I got help from uh my friend Teresa and Toshi with the face filter and then um me and Sabio did the website and yeah, it's just it's it's a really cool thing. It's a, it's a really big project. Um, I, I I won't sit here and go into each person's experience, but you know we ranged uh, anywhere from like deep frying memes uh, to like cam girl to someone who uh, focuses on music and you know just all all different kinds of um, ways that people have used the internet to form their own identities. Did you do a portrait of yourself as well? No, um, but uh, what started this actually was a portrait of myself with this internet figure. Um, And I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to do this with other people. So um, funny enough, uh, yes and no. Not for the exhibition, but it inspired the exhibition. That's cool. Yeah. So how did you get into this in the first place? Let's let's go back a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I want to know um, how you got interested in all these fields, I guess, really. Like, oh, yeah. You know, the, the kind of the real time as well as like Cinema 40 and things. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think I'll probably have to start in middle school. Um, <laughs> like um, in middle school, like I kind of had like a rough childhood, so I really used the internet as a way to meet people and like form my own identity, which is why I felt so strongly about doing this exhibition in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. But 
So during that time, I got into like um, Photoshop actually, and I was using like Gaia Online and like talking like the art form on there and um, Deviant Art and um, making friends through art in that way. And I started, you know, like using Photoshop. Um, I got a Wacom tablet, like I asked for it for Christmas and like used <laughs> that. And um, I was using also like Flash MX Pro to like make fun of people, nice. like kids in my middle school, <laughs> like my <laughs> friends, uh, like making really stupid animation. So that was kind of my first foray into kind of like digital art. And then 3D, I didn't get into until after college actually. So I went to college for graphic design and um, I was using After Effects a lot. Um, and I wasn't like super satisfied with After Effects. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I feel like I hear that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so familiar. I say that every day. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, and um, then I was like, okay, like kind of like this 3D thing, and it seems like culturally pretty cool, like the people who are into it. So, you know, let me give mm-hmm. this a shot. And um, I, I, it's a great community. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good community, yeah. especially when it was smaller. That was back in 2015. And mm-hmm. I think it was really, really nice to like make friends uh, through, through 3D. Um, and so started like getting into that and kind of like drew, drew a lot of inspiration from like Tumblr at the time, actually. Um, that was before they kind of got like ruined, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. bought by (laughs) Yahoo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I think pretty shortly after that, I was just like, VR is cool and like got into VR and I don't know, I've always been into like new technologies, like um and video games like my my dad got me really into video games and just like computers and stuff like that so um i think just naturally i i wanted to get into vr and um just started start doing stuff with that and augmented reality and just going to different like art exhibitions and was really inspired by um these types of things and um yeah i just think it's awesome like so cool and i think you know and the idea of the future is really interesting to me you know where things are heading and i think in a weird way it almost makes me feel safer to like stay on top of like new technologies um yeah, right. for sure yeah yeah like it makes me feel like i'm like f- like future proofing myself so i really enjoy like learning um you know new things that are up and coming um, even when it's like really difficult or like not functional and there's no forums for it or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Winbush and I had this conversation. We had such a long, we had like a two hour phone call this weekend and we, we were talking about everything. So we got into talking about getting older and staying up, keeping up with technology yeah. and things. It's really good to just dip your foot at your toe, at least into some of these technologies because you never know where they're going to go and you never know where your own industry is going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. In 20 years, it's going to look a lot different. Definitely. What what do you think is going to happen in 20 years? Well, AR is the number one Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Matt, Matt is such an AR naysayer. I, but I, like, until I don't know. I was also a, a super VR naysayer until I experienced it at first. 
when I when I think AR, all I think are ads. You yeah, know? it's definitely going to be yeah. a lot like, of that for all sure. All I see are ads, <laughs> and it's going to be who's going to make the ads. <laughs> well, sure, We're I'll make the ads, <laughs> but I won't participate. I, I don't know. I don't believe you. All right, <laughs> they're going to have you know the the TikTok equivalent of AR, and you're going to be sucked in yeah see i was a tiktok naysayer and then i got yep. into it and it's now my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite it's yeah tiktok's yeah. cool um i i'm really <clears throat> curious like what's gonna happen to like facebook and instagram and all of that once um like augmented reality becomes uh like you know a bigger thing and more accessible yeah. for people because probably try and be at the forefront the, of, it. of course or but facebook will they will buy out whatever company yeah. you know uh, well is at the forefront you know, I saw I saw a very simple TikTok the other day and it just was so profound in its own little way and it was just a dude in front of the camera and he said Facebook will make you hate your friends. Mhm. TikTok will make you love a stranger. Yeah. And and that was just such a big deal to me because I feel this <laughs> shift. If you're not into TikTok right now, oh my gosh, like it, you know that awful feeling you get because social media is so sucky and everyone's arguing and you just see politics and mm-hmm. awfulness? I'm telling you, TikTok, if, if you go down the right path on TikTok yeah. of, in the algorithm, you will just be loving it and you will just like not even care about Facebook anymore, yeah. I'm telling you. And I maybe log on Facebook maybe once every couple of days. Just it's to see, I, I deactivated mine recently. I was just like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. want this anymore. You know, the, like, the, yeah. but like, of course, with, it's like got its like tendrils into like everything now, and right. it's like mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about yeah. like Instagram and, and Twitter? Right, like at this In, point. So Instagram, Instagram's fine. You know, whatever it's people okay. post their yeah. stuff. You know, but the the thing that sucks about Instagram is, you know. Facebook still making money off of your art, yeah. you know, which mm-hmm. is is stupid. You know, they're 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 wanting you to post your own stuff so that they can put their ads in between right. all of your things. You oh, know? All you terrible. get is a like. Yeah, all you get is a like. You don't make any money off of it. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, the and algorithms. If anything, that's like... worse because you're creating content for them for free. Right. You know? Yeah, of course. And you I, scroll I down, know. it's like every like three things is an ad now. And like mm-hmm. the engagement is so much lower on Instagram. I've actually mm-hmm. really been enjoying Twitter though, I have to admit. I hate Twitter. I've been getting into Twitter. Man. <laughs> Twitter Twitter is a place where see, at least see with Facebook, it's like you realize your friends are stupid, you know, or your especially your family <laughs> is stupid, mm-hmm. you know. On Twitter, it's like you have Every lot in life just is either they have you ever been attacked on Twitter? Because I have lots of times and it's <laughs> awful. It's the worst. I haven't like, been attacked on you Twitter. You can't get yet. attacked on Facebook by anyone but your friends and family. Oh my god, I've definitely happened. gotten attacked on Facebook. Like, well, I everything on my Facebook has always been private. You know, okay. It, I was, it was actually is, in yeah. the the Maxon Cinema 4D like oh, group boy. or whatever. Oh, yeah, no way. yeah, yeah. For like yeah. some art that I posted, I'm not going to get into the whole story right now. But like, oh, I know exact. Okay, I know what it is. I know you do? Is. Did, did yeah, you yeah, see yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it because because well, I don't know if it was on. 
It, it might have been on Reddit that. I oh saw yes, it also happened on Reddit. <laughs> that was yeah. that was another one. Yeah, yeah, not great spaces um, for yeah. like a queer like you know female artist. <laughs> like mm-hmm. was really uh, intense. I think for me, it was something mm-hmm. to do with nudity. I don't remember. Or something. Uh, it yeah, was it was just, like a yeah, like I, I was making a piece about a hegau, which is like kind of like a, a hentai thing, and um, people were like getting really upset about it, and like I don't like why though. Like, are you afraid of sexuality? Like, what's what's Some the problem are. here? Yeah, and come so, to Texas, a lot of people are. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it really got yeah. blown out of proportion. One guy like told me to throw my computer out the window and stop making art. Like it was, it was like a, a really big mess. And then he somehow found my phone number. That was really creepy. What? Yeah, creepy. and um, he like he actually like called me and like it was like so weird and he like apologized this was like months later and he was like sorry i was like in a bad place and i was just like how did you get my number yeah (laughs) i'm sorry i was in a bad place so i just stalked you real quick to find your phone number and call you can you uh, send like a DM or something? It was like really yeah, scary, right. and I was like, "Please don't contact me again." <laughs> like I was like, "I'm glad you're in yeah. a better place, but please don't contact me again." Like, yeah, so weird. Definitely some some really weird people out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what What do you mm. plan on doing here in the future? What's your What's your next project? Yeah, Nicole, where do you work? Like, are you just... Uh, are yeah. you, uh, no, sorry. I, I, that sounded rude. Where do so you many work? questions. No. <laughs> like, uh, what do you, uh, are you... Are you full-time freelance? Yeah. Or are you... Okay, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. yeah. So do you have plans now for, for something else big? And is it going to be VR, C4D, game? Um, I am currently, like taking a huge breather from any exhibition stuff after this three-year project. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be doing more VR, AR-oriented stuff in the future. Um, For now, I really want to focus on, um, like, NFTs and, uh, you know, getting my work out there through that. I have a few drops coming out, um, but... Yeah, so so that's kind of like where where I'm at, uh, and also like I'm still like taking on client work, um, which I have been pretty much ignoring a bunch of emails for the past couple of months to get this <laughs> exhibition out. But like, if you know right. anyone who's watching and has been trying to contact me, please try again because um, I am now looking at my emails again. And sorry if I didn't answer you. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of client projects do you generally work on? Um, last year I did a lot of music videos. Um, yeah, I, a couple of my favorites I worked on, I worked on like Lady Gaga sour candy music video with my friend Andy Rolfus and team Rolfus. That was like really fun to work with my friend. And we, he actually worked with me on some other music videos. I got to work on like the Rico nasty iPhone video, which was really one of my favorites as well. Um, definitely not like as like it wasn't like super high in production but i think like it was just really fun to work on and really like my like genre of music so i really enjoyed that 
Is it generally like character stuff or what is your... Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I do a lot of character stuff. Mostly characters, rigging, um, like motion capture. I just got a Rococo suit recently. Yeah. Motion capture cleanup, um, like character design, like art direction for characters and... um, Sweet. Yeah. I'm adding you to my list of people that I can contact for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because it's it. a hard field. It's it's it really is. hard. You have to and, know like, so many you... programs. Like, I'm in yeah. between so many different things. I'm using, like, Daz and Maya and Cinema and just, like, literally need to be able to use, like, different render engines and, you know, Octane, Redshift, like, whatever comes up. Um, it's 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 a, it's not an easy field to be in, for sure. Mm-mm. That's why, like, you got to you got to dip your toes in that stuff. Like, you got to know a little Unreal and all of this, you, even if you don't know it a lot. And and also, that's why you got to know different render engines. Everyone's so concerned about that one render engine they need to learn. Right. It's it's really more than that. Yeah, for you sure. Got to know them all, <laughs> or at least dip your toe in them all. Right. Like, have some like baseline knowledge of how how each functions. Mm-hmm. And being in the whole character thing, knowing that whole workflow, that's that's got to be so advantageous because uh, someone like me or probably Matt, we, we have some character experience, yeah, we've done but, some. but we're all over the place. And when a character thing comes up, it's like, okay, how how complicated is this? <laughs> you know, do we need to hire somebody? Yeah. Because it's its own field. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, like, it really is its own thing. Um, Lorcan has a question. <laughs> says what up nerds hey um (laughs) question for nicole i see a lot of japanese influence in the bookshelf behind you what books or films got that interest started (laughs) yeah me and my roommate just got this bookshelf actually it's like really funny (laughs) um (laughs) okay yeah so japanese influence so i I, again a middle school thing i started reading manga in middle school uh started reading a lot of like yuri and yaoi manga which is like really gay manga and um like got got into like anime from that but also into like some like cyberpunk themed stuff and um mm-hmm. like junji ito, ito is pretty cool um like one of my favorite animes is psychopaths i really love that one um attack on titan is really good too Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about that. So good. I need, I need to check that out. I keep, it's, it's on my list. I haven't lo- done it Very yet. long at this point, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say start now, because the last season... The last half of the last season is coming out, I think, sometime next year. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. And, and isn't it... Um, you could watch it two ways. I hear <clears throat> there's the subtitle way to watch it, and there's the... Um, the overdubbed, the overdubbed way to watch it, right? What, which, which way is better? Um, I like honestly go for dubbed. Like, I sound terrible. Yeah. I also know some Japanese, but I go for dubbed, like, cause I don't know. Sometimes I'm like working or doing something else, and it's really, it's, it's really takes so Hard much to. attention <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah. you know, watch the screen. But you know, the new episodes only come out like with subtitles, so. Uh, you kind of have to watch those with subtitles, mm-hmm. but um, for me, uh, everyone can hate on me, but I prefer dubbed anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you? Where did you learn the little Japanese that you know? Is it just from watching these, or or were you no uh, immersed in the culture I, somehow? I like was studying it um, at this place called Japan Society here for uh, 
probably like a, like between a year and two years. Um, mm. That that was like a couple years ago. I definitely want to get back into it, um, but it's more of a like leisurely like uh, like I like. I'm, like, interested in the culture kind of thing, but, like, not somewhere that I think I would want to ever, like, live long-term or, like, really get, like, too mm-hmm. involved in. Um, but I really love, like, like the, the like, arts and architecture uh, culture over there, for sure. And video games. Mm-hmm. The How has the suit been? The suit? Great, honestly. Um, I love it. I have the gloves, too. They're oh nice yeah they're really sick. That's that's a great combo, and then you know combine that with the a face rig. Have you tried that as well? Like doing where you get the iPhone on a little bendy thing and mm-hmm. yeah, put it. In front uh, of your face. I haven't done it with my Rococo suit, but I have done it before, and um, it's yeah, it's it's really 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 awesome. Um, just I love it. I you know, and the cleanups like pretty easy. I think the most annoying part is like getting the suit on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's. Is it like spand like a yeah. almost like a yoga type? Yeah, it's like really tight and like just like uncomfortable and hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I wonder if like eventually we won't even need these suits. The AI and I mean, cameras are just going to be so to. good. It's got to be unless you have like a camera rig set up. I don't. I don't really maybe yeah. like maybe it'll be similar to VR at some point where it's just like a couple of different points or just or... like yeah sensors on like stickers or something you know like yeah. sensors yeah. on your on the joints that you can just place and just walk around right I but mean, how would they know? like stay well, I guess if they would be stickers, stickers. <laughs> or maybe a band maybe like a yeah. a band well the, the Xsens has that Mm-hmm. Where you oh, it yeah, can just do like bands and stuff. Now that one's way more expensive, right? Yeah. 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 Maybe someday. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> Nicole, talk yeah. to me. Uh, uh, switching over to something completely different. Talk to me about this Lady Gaga project that you did. I'm looking at your website and looking at the project, and I'm, it's it's cool. Was this done in VR? Yeah, so I I worked with um, Team Rolfus on that. Um, mm-hmm. They were like mainly art directing it, um, but yeah, it was all done in Unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mainly work in Unreal and render out of Unreal, so mainly done that kind of like ZBrush Maya Unreal workflow. Uh huh. What did you what what parts of the the music video did you do? I was working a lot with the characters, like, working on, like, rigging and waiting and, um, uh-huh. like, cleaning up the meshes and ZBrush and stuff like that. That's super cool. It's a really pretty piece. It it definitely shows, like, like using VR Unreal in a, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's More of a production like, pipeline. Yeah, more of a production mm-hmm. pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, it it's interesting, like... Because I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, this is obviously VR, but it's like they're recording someone who is, you know, like turning a certain way. Is that how? Is that how it was done? Yeah. So th- this is a lot of like puppeting um, uh-huh. versus like mocap suit. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. It's a very cool piece. Very cool piece. And you got so many other ones on here too. You got Calvin Harris. Yeah. Is that kind of the same deal as is a lot of the character stuff? Yeah. Um, I worked on the extra character for that. So, like, the female character um, 
And, like, I hired a dancer from um, New York to dance um, for the mocap for that one. So I designed that character and, um, you know, did all the cleanup for that. How was that cleanup? Is it is it difficult? Do you do you have to do it in Unreal? Where do you do that? Um, I usually just work in um Maya for that. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it's it's really not bad. Um it's I mean the the longer it is, the you know, more annoying it is cuz just cuz you sure. it kind of gets like <laughs> tedious like going through every frame and rewatching and stuff like that but um generally like because i used to like and i still do this like just do like animations by hand um mm-hmm. like compared to doing that like it's just so much better like so like much more of a breeze um you know just it's easy because you can just work with layers and kind of like animate on top of the mocap. Um, so that makes it really simple. I'll be simple. right back. Sorry, guys. Keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it makes it and- really simple to kind of do that. And it's really satisfying, I think. Was it the same kind of deal with the uh, Rico Nasty one? Um, that was- one was actually all animation by hand. Um, for the most oh, okay. most part, some of it was like mocap uh, that was grabbed from I think like like Mixamo or something like that. Um, gotcha. But yeah, that was a lot of animation by hand for that one. Um, I'm trying not to bring him up for too long because I'm like I'm gonna get flagged or something on <laughs> on YouTube for playing these these. Music oh videos. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, I was looking at, uh, you've got AR filters as well. Um, what are these on? Is it uh, Snapchat or? Um, yeah, various Snapchat. Um, I just released one on Instagram. I've made filters for like a lot of people though. Um, for myself, I've only made one Snapchat one, which was pretty complex. <clears throat> and then one... Um, Instagram one recently for the exhibition. So are you using spark AR for it or, or what? Um, spark AR for the Instagram one and then Snapchat their, uh, lens studio. Um, mm. yeah. So very similar programs. Which one do you, yeah. I was going to say, which one do you like? Better? So lens studio is actually has more features and like it's, it's a little bit more, um, into the AR side of things where I think, um, um spark ar is kind of like lagging behind a little bit mm-hmm. so i really like the features of snapchat because they're really on top of it and it's really cool to kind of see what's going on with that so since matt is gone and and he doesn't really like the the ar stuff <laughs> let, let's talk about that again for a minute because yeah. my personal feeling is that like let's say 10 20 years down the line there's gonna there's gonna be at some point an iphone equivalent of uh, an AR glasses that are, is just it blows everyone out of the water. It becomes the popular one. I know Snap has one out right now. And, yeah, you know these things are going to get flushed out and yeah. all of that. And when the dust settles, there's going to be some really great AR gear. And we might not be to that point yet with graphics technology and battery technology. But but when we're there, let's say twenty years from now, how, what do you see? 
a day-to-day life looking like when you're wearing uh, one of those? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's this video, uh, I think it's called like hyper-reality or something that I always reference that I think is a really good example of what this might look like, and it is really full mm-hmm. of ads. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I would check that out. I think it's on Vimeo. Um, but basically, I think that, you know, <clears throat> it's going to be something that we can like turn on and off, but... Uh, generally speaking, it's, you know, it's going to be like, just like an interface in in front of our faces. So instead of like looking at a screen, we're just going to be looking through a screen and, um, we'll be able to like use our our hands and stuff like that for, for professionals though. I think it's going to take a long, long time to get there for like using like, like really using like 3d and all of these like technologies, um, like you know, doing mocap and stuff like that. Like, I think we're going to be stuck yeah. on the computer, like probably throughout our whole lifetimes, but I think eventually like it'll, I, like, I would like to think by the time I'm old, like I'll like see it happen where it's like literally just an <laughs> AR. Um, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of get a glimpse of it when you put on the quest um, and, and you put on the room, mode yeah. right where you can see your mm-hmm. cameras and like the menu is just sitting there in your room yeah. and you can walk around the room and the menu's there it's like imagine those were computer screens mm-hmm. right yeah and your helmet wasn't so bulky and heavy but you can imagine just your room you just can have yep. your stuff up yeah you put some videos over here and uh you know put some stats over here and put your keyboard over here yeah it's interesting like i'm wondering like also how how this is going to go as far as like space you know because it does require like a decent amount of space as well whereas like a computer mm-hmm. like will require a lot less space because you're not actually mm-hmm. working physically in space you're just like sitting and staring at a screen um yeah. so that's like an interesting part of it but can you imagine like what is the bridge between like unreal and ar gonna be you know mm-hmm. like having that kind of production in ar like will like will it happen and and if you think so like when will it happen because think about what they're doing right now with like these lidar cameras on on the iPhone, and I know the resolution isn't great, but imagine that all that data was being brought back in, and then of course using Unreal's magic polygon uh, uh, voodoo that they yeah. got like in Unreal Five, it can just recreate the world right. around you in in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean they're close to that now. I'm, yeah, totally. I'm curious. Yeah, their their virtual production is insane yeah um let's go into mograph recommends again it is a short show today so we'll we'll keep going through this if you think of any other topics that you know as far as your work that you want to hit uh, let us know we will be getting into nfts in a few hi my name is sashia dumont i'm a writer actor and filmmaker hi my name is paul robinson i'm a director dp and filmmaker we are the creators and hosts of the go gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film we are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of send three productions and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro budgets with skeleton crews Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Genyi, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers 
to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. And uh, if anybody has any questions in the audience, uh, feel free. Matt, could hey, you start uh, MoGraph Recommends? Because yeah. I forgot all my drinks. Actually, there was one other thing that I meant to mention to you uh, on Ravcock. Uh, uh, Octane just released the 2020.2.4 version for both standalone and octane there's some bug fixes as as well as some other things um and i don't oh, okay okay dave got his his stuff back <laughs> i was gonna say i don't remember the list of what mograph recommends what's that i said favorite i don't movie. remember what the list the favorite movie i know it always starts with favorite movie yeah yeah, yeah. um what? okay so Nicole, these okay these are your favorites yeah. they don't have to necessarily be your favorites of all time they could be favorite currently uh, but we'll start off with favorite movie. Yeah, probably like Hackers or The Matrix. Like, nice, yeah. good choices. Yeah, good choices. Yeah, are you are you excited about Matrix Four? I didn't even hear about that. Um, really? I don't like. I don't know. The sequels are questionable. Uh, but like, hopefully, Matrix Four is <laughs> kind of like fixes that reputation. I don't know. We'll see. When's it supposed mm-hmm. to come out? I have yeah. no idea. I think oh. next year. I think okay. next year. Shooting I'll definitely watch yeah. it. I'll definitely watch yeah, it. Yeah, they started shooting it, then COVID hit, and they took a break, and we were all worried that it wasn't going to happen at all, and then mm-hmm. I think they continued shooting somewhere else. Okay. So. That's how I feel about the Orville. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Orville is actually shooting, so it's coming back. The Orville. Uh, is COVID, it? COVID smashed the momentum of the Orville. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sure hope we don't get into another situation like we did with the writer's strike. Like, the writer's strike killed so oh, many there. good shows. Have you shows. seen Netflix lately? There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing on. Bo Burnham's new special Inside. Yeah. Oh, it's my amazing. God. Is so yeah. good. Is it good? I need to see it. I remember like watching like Bo Burnham and like New Math. Do you remember that video? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, my God. No. So old. Like, watched it in high school. Like, mm-hmm. just... I don't even know. Um, yeah, I, I really. It's, so the new special's good. Oh man, it's it's. I've watched it like three times since. You know, like nice. watching watching that special. Hmm. I I got the same feeling like when I walked away from like Requiem of a Dream. Okay. Or, oh uh, my god, uh, <laughs> that what's sounds the, really what's intense. What's the Bjork one? Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> where just hmm. by like at the end of it, you're like. Oh wow, that was that was intense. That was a trip. And like, like, damn. <laughs> like, like it's it's beautifully beautifully depressing. Oh my and god, I, I'm I scared loved now. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I I feel like I feel like every single one of every single person can relate to it because we've all been experiencing the same thing right. over the past year. Yeah, you know, and like, you know, it's it's weird. Like his his other stuff is. It's you know you can tell he's being funny and he's been with a live audience, but this is just like I don't know he's just making music and stuff and it's uh it's uh, and the fact that he did everything himself himself so yeah. good. Now wow. I never followed him really before. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But I I do have a respect for everything that he did like in this room on his own. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
that would be so much fun to try and do something like that and also so much work and also so depressing at the same time. So depressing. Yeah. Damn. Like it it's uh there's this one song called 30 that like it was I was hooked at that point because it's it's all about him turning 30 and stuff like that and but he does all the lights himself and he has moving lights and uh he's controlling everything with his feet you know and but it's just one stationary shot of him standing there singing and he's controlling all the lights with his feet but it is it is so well done wow i've i've never been a like i've never really watched his stuff like maybe i saw one of his videos back in the day but I will say it's weird because it's this it's this mix of almost cheesiness, like Weird Al cheesiness. Mm-hmm. And he sounds like Weird Al He does as well. so much. Yeah. And um, but also at the same time, it, it dives into this kind of deep, depressing stuff. Deep so you got to kind of give it your attention. Okay. You yeah. Know? Like it, it's something you really don't want to watch while you're like on your phone or, or something. Yeah. That's why I didn't even check it out until yesterday. So, yeah. 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 It's good. Anyway, I recommend yeah. it. so uh music tell us about your musical influences music okay um my music tastes are really all over the place i like a lot of different kinds of music but i guess like like culturally my art aligns most with like hyper pop and stuff like that but i also really like like folk music and like emo and like a little bit of hip-hop and pop music um I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And then, and do you listen to that stuff like while you're working, or do you kind of have like a, a a different thing that you listen to while you work? Yeah. Or nothing at all. Um, I <laughs> watch a lot of YouTube <laughs> when I'm working. Yeah. I gotta have it on. Um, mm-hmm. but um, like when I do listen to music, I do listen to like hyper pop. Like a lot of my friends are involved in that genre. Um, and like hyper pop and pop a lot and then like when i'm feeling moody i'll listen to like emo and some kind of like folk music like was a huge like mm-hmm. bright eyes person in high school oh i love bright eyes yeah oh, so good um so you can kind of yeah. understand like yeah where i'm at with that yeah um uh uh what is it uh lover that i love what is it? lover i don't have to love yes. is that the name of the song yeah. oh gosh that song is so good so- that one gets me every time oh my god yeah all like all of connor's albums are really good but i kind of fell off after like casadega a little bit but trying to been trying to get back into bright eyes mm-hmm. uh really like phoebe bridgers too who he's been working with a lot um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know like was into like cursive and like brand new and oh cursive um, gosh art love, is hard art is love hard brand, oh my <laughs> yeah yeah Loved brand new. Brand new is good. Yeah, Motion City soundtrack was really into oh, that. Motion City soundtrack, yeah. Rilo Kylie metric. Love Rilo Kylie. I yeah. I named my beagle after Rilo Kylie. <laughs> really? Like Fifteen years ago. Oh yeah. my god! I saw um I saw the postal service a few ah, years ago. that's awesome. Uh, that's right. I I yeah. I got, you I actually you sold me those tickets. <laughs> sold you yeah. the ticket. Yeah. Um, that's it crazy. Was, it was one of the worst shows I've ever been to. Oh no! Was <laughs> yeah, it? Was it, it like it was Ben Gibbert, right? And and Jenny Lewis were they both yes. there? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was them together. Yeah, and but it was like, bad. <laughs> it was. It well, was fine. Here's the thing: it was a it was fine, fine show. Like they played 
great but the person mixing the sound like the bass was so bad i had a panic attack in the middle of it oh my <laughs> so god i had to actually leave oh and god. go stand in the hallway for a little bit because like the bass was just getting to me you know oh. and there was so much pot smoke around and yeah, yeah, you know yeah, i don't yeah. smoke pot and it's like it's okay, like really intense yeah get, yeah it was it was pretty <laughs> intense so but yeah jenny lewis is great yes she's great really awesome and and i think that <laughs> owl city the whoever the dude is in owl city that he yeah. sounds like the guy from the postal service yeah a little bit a little bit has that inflection that. and that weird accent that's in music that no one has in real life you know you know i i i saw a tiktok the other day where they were talking about you know because there was this big influence between like pop punk and stuff like that especially with like you know, uh, Blink-182 and, like, this this accent, you know? And, oh, like, yeah. that became oh, super, that. super popularized. A... And then, like, the American accent kind of changed specifically because of that, like, what? style of singing. Yeah, I and don't know. There was this weird. whole California. It was called the California something. Yeah. the ca- I don't know. The, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's why you hear Blink-182 and... You know, Owl City, they're like, oi, instead of just saying I. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Wow. It's neat. So do you listen to podcasts as well? You know, you got like YouTube going and stuff. Do you listen to any shows? Yeah. I listen to How Did This Get Played a lot. What is that? It's, what is that? It's a video game podcast about like, oh God, I'm not even going to try to like repeat their like tagline. <laughs> like the worst, weirdest and something, I don't know, like video games they talk about um i was actually bugging heather ann campbell to get on the podcast and she she was talking to me for a minute has not happened yet but (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. um but yeah they just like invite people on they play these like they play like these like weird games and kind of talk about like if they're good or bad or like what are you have you ever heard of uh monster factory on youtube no it's on uh, Polygon. Yeah. It's, it's two guys from a podcast that the two of us love to listen to. It's called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And uh, that show is about... They, they answer questions, but with bad advice. Like, people ask <laughs> for advice. Or they answer ridiculous Yahoo Answers questions. But they've done a whole bunch of different podcasts. Um, one about Dungeons & Dragons. And Mm-hmm. They have a, a, a Polygon show, or they did. I don't know if it's still around. It's called Monster Factory. And what they do is they try to they go create into the... these crazy creations in the character creators yeah, and yeah, see yeah. how bad they can make them. And it is the funniest thing mm-hmm. I have ever heard like or, or seen. You know, they, they make Burt Sampson, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like a version of Bart in one of these video games. <laughs> and he's just like a monster. That sounds pretty name. good. This, this but podcast I was crying sounding. when I watched this. The, it was so funny. How did this get played? That looks it looks really cool. They got a lot of episodes. It's so and, like, good. Some of the I'm surprised I haven't seen Back to the Future on here because Back to the Future was a terrible game on NES. It was like an awful, oh, awful that. game, and it was so hard. Is ET ET's got to be I on don't know. Atari, right? I don't know. It's interesting, but like yeah, like the. Uh, 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 Superman 64, of course. You know that one is an awful, awful game. I don't know. Cool. If you, you've <laughs> heard this, you've heard the story of ET on Atari, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, burying the cartridges and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have First it. I have ever. it for Atari. It's a really stupid for... game. Like, you yeah. can beat it, apparently, in, like, 30 seconds if you know exactly what to do. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, here's a, the, a great question for you. Favorite video game? Yeah. Damn. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that's hard like i have to pick one um i really like i'm gonna just name a few i really like persona shimigami mm-hmm. series um i really like zelda uh mm-hmm. i i like pokemon but like i think like getting older the games are getting like too easy and boring but ah. um <laughs> still collecting Love cards. the new pokemon snap the new pokemon snap is great it's really good yeah i yeah. i i am enjoying it for sure <laughs> um definitely fun um what else like i i like jrpgs i don't usually finish them but i kind of like the idea of them <laughs> like more mm-hmm. than um persona 5 is awesome i watched through most of that kingdom hearts was one of my favorite games as a kid again kingdom one of those hearts games that kind of like stayed too easy in my opinion um mm-hmm. but um really into overwatch um was really into like tony mm-hmm. hawk for like oh, when i was so a kid good. super into tony yeah. hawk really good at tony did you try hawk. the the remake the remake is no just but as good. i need to i really like that so when good. i have time i really need to um download that like i really mm-hmm. such a good game i really love it um it, the remake it's like it's like replaying it it's it's how you remember it from back in the day yeah you know? Uh, it's so good. Need need to get it really bad. Um, yeah. Did you ever play SSX? Because yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, were you real big into that uh, or, or Tony Hawk? Because I feel like you were either into one or the other because hmm. their controls were the opposite of each other's. I I was pretty apart. into both. I had like a lot of extreme sports games. I had an X Games game too that had an amazing like soundtrack. Um, but the game itself was like okay. I mostly played it for the music. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, that's yeah. SSX. I really loved the music, and and even the new ones, the music is awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was just so fun to go on these crazy, ridiculous courses, just yeah. super trippy looking courses with this music blasting. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I was going to ask you uh, about. Uh, uh, Among Us. Do you play like Among Us and you know, like those kind of videos games? Like the kind of. Um, I, I never know, got into you know, Fortnite or. <laughs> I never got into like Among Us because like lying makes me really anxious. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I like was like uh, I'm gonna I don't know about this. Um, but um, like I'm I'm really into Overwatch. Kind of similar similar idea of like you know, multiplayer, like, team-oriented game. Um, really fun. Hearthstone, pretty cool, too. Uh, mm. That's, like, a card game. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, I... Oh, I was playing Fall Guys for, like, a second, but, like, really yeah, just... That's the one I was gonna ask Such about, a yeah. stupid game. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you should join one night on uh, Windbush's... Uh, game night on Twitch. It's fun. We all just kind of hang out on Discord and yeah, play video Yeah, I would love to. That sounds really yeah. fun. It's usually Saturday nights, but it's the summertime, so everybody's kind of right. out doing stuff. EJ's, uh, you know, 
EJ's in currently in Africa. Oh, yeah. nice. So everybody's been kind of, and you know, I'm going to Colorado where EJ's supposed to be and he's not there. <laughs> so I'm going to be gone. I think there's going to be a few weeks, a couple weeks at least before we're, we're playing again, but yeah. you should join us. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm skipping around a lot, but uh, TV show. How about TV show? TV show. Um, hmm. Trying to think. Been on YouTube a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. What TV have I been watching? <clears throat> um, I like I like watch like really bad Netflix shows. Um, <laughs> I don't even know uh, what to even mention right now. I guess. Like, I was really into, like, CW shows for a minute. This is, like, really embarrassing. Like, Riverdale and The 100 I got really into. Um, (laughs) Any Buffy in there, too? I had never watched Buffy. I, like, I I missed out on that one. But, um, yeah. Uh, What? Okay, so what YouTube channels do you specifically watch? Yeah, that's probably a better question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I was really into, like, video game like channels like a lot of speed running stuff for a while yeah um, myself some speed running so good uh and then i was watching a lot of those people on twitch um kind of getting into like their little worlds um was watching a lot of like overwatch stuff like emong is one of my favorite like overwatch players he's just so entertaining um and then um uh, was watching like some Super Mario speed running. I think watching like the older video game speed runs is like the best versus yeah, like the I newer agree. games where they're really like exploiting like glitches and like trying to break the game. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. God, I can't like what's what's his name? Summoning Salt or something? I think that's the channel that he does like all these like retrospectives of like video games and speed runs and like there's one on like Mario Kart um, 64 mm-hmm. that's like just awesome. He talks about like how like people like over the years have found like new glitches to like break the game and beat it faster and like. Mm-hmm. You know, just I I love that stuff. We need a new Mario Kart. When's the new Mario Kart coming know. out, yo? I don't know. Probably once they do a new console, which is yeah. gonna be a while. The uh the uh uh there was a like a documentary or something that I saw on YouTube one time about uh Mario One, like the original Mario Brothers, you know, and like how people have just been trying to get it faster and faster and faster. I remember I woke up one morning and someone had got had 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 made the new world record for Mario One, and it was just shortly after I saw that uh, that that thing. But it is insane the things that you have to do in order to beat that game. You yeah, know? and you have to do them the perfectly with yeah. no hesitation. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. You're talking yeah. like literal like frames. Not yeah, seconds, of course. frames. Yeah, you know it's really crazy. crazy, and it's like like they have like ways of like kind of like I don't know counting the frames by like mm-hmm. that you have to like do a certain thing at a certain time to make sure you're like on the right like frame like mm-hmm. later on in the level, and like if you don't do that, mm-hmm. then it's just like total trash. Like you have to like restart. It's like it yeah. it is it's crazy. Yeah, the way like these things. I don't even know. I could never get into it personally. Love watching yeah. it though. Totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 I, I I enjoy 
I enjoy if like I'll be scrolling through TikTok or something and I'll see a video game where, where I'm like, oh man, I would love to play that, but I really don't care that much. Yeah. I'm going to watch someone speed run it real quick so I can see how the game actually ends. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah or uh, sure. like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. One of my favorite games of all time, but I have yet to ever actually beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 38 years old, still have not beaten <laughs> Mike Tyson. I don't know. So, so mm. what about plugins? What is your absolute besides uh, besides render engine? Okay. What is your favorite plugin? Um, favorite plugin. That's a really good question. I don't know if I've ever thought about this. Um, I guess like out of utility, it has to be like the like like Daz to Cinema 4D and Daz to Maya Bridge. <laughs> like, oh sure, um, yeah. Just, like, for utility purposes, getting, like, my FBX over into those programs, it does a pretty good job with, like, the skin weighting and stuff, and I don't have to bother with it. So I'm get- yeah. definitely going to have to go with that one, for sure. Okay. That's a good, okay. that's a good one. Never, I haven't heard of that one. I haven't used Daz, like, ever. Yeah. You know? I know it's, I used it a it's little, very popular, in, uh, especially in the mm-hmm. NFT space right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people are using it for characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so. you can buy so many different characters to bring into Daz, too, mm-hmm. I think, yep, right? Yep. Like, they have a huge marketplace. Just, yeah. um, so it's pretty cool because, you know, you can download a character, bring it into ZBrush, modify it, bring it back mm-hmm. into Daz, turn on that blend shape, you have a whole new character, you know? So and then That's you cool. can bring it into, like, substance and, you know, do whatever you want, paint the character or whatever, Um bring it back out so there's so much functionality and it really makes like character oriented things like so much faster the only thing it's not great for is if you're like really making like characters that are like very very unique so like Mm -hmm. i don't know something like really sci-fi or like really like Mm -hmm. um i don't know fantasy based or something like that or like more abstract Mm -hmm. um that not so good for like to start with like a really like realistic human base mesh like it just isn't doesn't make sense you know sure yeah that's cool and now what about muscle memory app when you you pick up your phone where do you go probably twitter yeah twitter and email been hearing that (laughs) been hearing twitter a whole lot more lately yeah which is a shame because i hate it i think it's awful I think I think that it's kind of made in our circles a little resurgence with NFTs. You have yeah, to link absolutely. your Twitter to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, like yeah. the crypto community is is really big on Twitter. NFT community is really big yeah. on Twitter. So, I actually just really got into it with, um, you know, with the NFT stuff. To be completely honest, I had mm-hmm. I think I had maybe like a thousand followers on it. Uh, before this more um, than i have <laughs> yeah <laughs> like now i'm almost at like four thousand. but like compared to That's like good. my instagram which is like i don't know now 27 some twenty-seven thousand, something like that i don't know nice That's um awesome. so it's like definitely a disparity there but it's it feels really good to be like growing a new following somewhere else especially like with instagram's algorithm and like the lack of visibility like everyone's feeling like suffering from that you know it's basically is made now to have to like dump money into it and if you don't have that money it's really hard to gain visibility on instagram for the most part Mm -hmm. yeah interesting well i think i think nfts are gonna change some of this 
a little bit in yeah. the future. You know, like I, I, I don't know. I feel like ever. Well, this is probably better for the NFT portion of the show, but I just feel like that. I don't know. I, I feel like Instagram isn't going to be the platform of choice in a few yeah. years. Yeah, for stuff I agree. Like that. I think it's already happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm going to it as much recently, but yeah. Um, the last question on the list before we go to the drop is: This is a toughie. This is your favorite life hack, and um, this could be something more of like utilitarian, or or it could be more of a life, you know, uh, I don't know, like profound life uh-huh. hack or something. Uh, Mitch Myers. His example is you turn the toaster on its side for some some bomb-ass grilled cheese. Now, I will say I found a photo I probably need to send to him of a toaster that's specifically made now for making grilled cheese because it holds the thing together. You don't have to turn it on its side. That's funny. Nice. um, Do you you have a tip or or life hack or something that you can give people in general? Uh, (laughs) Um... God, I don't know. Um, Maybe in productivity or um, uh, work-life balance. I try to, like, work out every day. Like, I think that really helps. That's a good one. Um, I think, like, just... I don't have any, like, life hacks other than, like, the normal, like, sleep eight hours, work out, mm-hmm. like, every day it, for at least 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Like, you don't want to do it, but do it. Um, use Google yeah. Calendar, uh, really, like, organize, which I still need to get even better at, but organize, like, your day on Google Calendar before you go to sleep. Um, yeah. You know, just, like, eat well, uh, buy, like, healthy produce, like, spend the money on things that you think should be organic or you know, like, like that type yeah. of stuff. Like, I think that's probably how I feel best and, um, go to therapy. Like, <laughs> I think everyone totally. can use therapy and I'm with you on that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think that's like a huge thing that a lot of people don't like are scared of, but, um, mm-hmm. it helps. Yeah. They don't like the stigma attached to it. And it's yeah. like, yeah. it's like you're admitting that you so don't tell anyone. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Dude, if you're worried yeah. about it, don't tell anyone and seeing a therapist. It was uh, that it completely changed the course of my life. You know, yes. like it was, it was the best thing I ever did for myself. Absolutely. I don't yeah. currently see one, but you know, it's like sometimes some, some people need it all the time. Some people just need it for temporarily. Yeah. You know, but it for was, sure. it was, yeah. yeah. And with the exercise stuff too, it's like, it's kind of like what Matt says to me a lot. He's like, I don't want to run. I hate running. And I'm like, I hate running too. But any sort of exercise, if you do it at least 20 minutes a day, yeah, yeah there, and sometimes I don't do it and, and I don't feel great, you yeah. know, but, but sometimes when you, a lot of times you do it, you get those endorphins and yeah, it really helps. Yeah. It really, really you helps. in the I'm not a big morning exercise. I cannot work out in the morning. My brain is off in the morning. I cannot. I, like, try to go for a run in the morning, and I'm, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm, like, what? (laughs) You know, like, feels bad. (laughs) And I'm tired. It it feels good afterwards, but I cannot get myself I get tired. I get so, like, people, like, I'm energized for the rest of the day. I'm, like, I'm tired. Like, what do you mean? You just (laughs) spend all that energy, and you're more energized? Like, how does that work? I don't get that. Yeah. Uh, My favorite time to work out is right before lunch 
You know, okay. I did that. I did that for a while. Like I, I went, I used to go and work at when I was working a regular job, you know, at lunchtime, I would go work out and then I'd grab lunch on my way back, you know, and it was, it was awesome. I was working out every day. It's in the best shape of my life. Now I'm in the worst officially. I went <laughs> myself this morning. I'm very sad. I'm on a diet. I've got Couch a headache to 5K. because of how hungry I am. Oh my god! Couch to five k. That's all yeah. you need. Just just start there. Do you like yeah. some weight weight stuff? Like I find that really enjoyable. Yeah. 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 It's like less um, cardio can get kind of intense. I love cardio. Like it feels the best afterwards. But like mm-hmm. doing like weight training is also really good too. See, I was always really big into weight training. Yeah. I I hate. I just. I've always hated cardio since I was in fifth grade. I've hated cardio. Yeah. Just running. I am not good at running. I'm a. a I'm an ugly runner. I run like Phoebe. You know, on Friends. <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> so. I'm know. right there with you, though. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I I hate it, but man, does it does it. Yeah. I agree with Man, that. I hate it too. Was never a fast runner, but like, I don't think it's about being fast. You know, I think it's about just like keeping the pace and like keeping going. You know, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put on some good yeah. music. Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that it's amazing what that does. Yes. Like, like when you need an extra push, if you put on like your 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 power song, <laughs> cool man. It's incredible. Yes, what absolutely. Does psychologically. Absolutely. So good. The endorphins, <laughs> so good. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we are uh, ready to do the drop because we got uh, you know short show, like we said. So mm-hmm. we'll do uh, we'll do the drop. You ready? Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. The drop. 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 Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead, as joining me as always, Mr. Dave Koss. And joining us this yep. week, Nicole Ruggiero. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. This so we got we, for us today. Short show. Short show specifically because uh Nifty Gateway didn't get their stuff out in time for me to actually make notes. So we don't I have I thought they did. No, they I did got, one of them. So they you did today. Sent me one, two, which is fine. Three, four. Yeah. Oh, all four of these all are for today. All four of these are for today. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. So, uh, yeah, let's just jump into the the big ones of Maker's Place and Nifty Gateway. We'll start with you. Want to start with Nifty Gateway, Dave? Uh, uh, yeah. First up is uh, Stina Jones. Um, Stina is oh boy. Let's see. Um, yeah. So this is a uh, group called Artifacts. I re- I like these. These are like really illustrative looking uh, things, uh, and that's dropping today. I believe they're dropping at six. I could. So be everything's wrong. today, right? Everything's today. Yeah. yeah just the ones that are got. p.m. Eastern. Six thirty p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next up, you got Clayton McCracken. Um, I like this. It looked like a lot of like really cool fractal like and like. Almost like a C40 noise and stuff like that. I don't know. It's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Next up, we got Tim Rayopel. I don't know if I'm saying Ry- that correctly. Ryopel is what yeah, I, I don't would know. say. But I really liked uh, these ones. I thought these ones were cool. Like the one uh, called Going Down and uh, Brown. Oh, I like I like the animations. These are these are pretty cool. Really neat stuff. 
Oh, that's an interesting one. This brown one kind of reminds me of like a low poly shooter in the eighties. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> space funny. shooter. Yeah. And then uh, last we got today uh, is Sean Williams. Uh, Sean Williams uh, reminds me a lot of like Fawocious. Um mm. I don't know if yours is loading. Mine's not loading either on this side. Oh, so, weird. Yeah, I know. Interesting that we can't see it. Anyway, so something's going on over at Nifty Gateway, but uh, if you like Fawocious, you'll like Sean Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, then. Yeah. Uh, next up on Maker's Place, uh, uh, I feel like we've got to have this person every week, uh, Marat Sanginger <laughs> uh, with the Flying Fish. This is super cool stuff. I, I always like Marat stuff. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, they're doing a, another drop uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, next up, you've got... The Court of Conscience. Oh, okay. Right. I think they're doing... So, uh, uh, you may want to check Maker's Place for those who are interested in the drops on Maker's Place because I think they're doing an, a drop every day this month. Um, but those are only the... Th- there's only three of them that they're previewing today. So, they may actually have ones later on this month as well, or this week. So... I'll try and keep everyone updated. Uh, next up on the 16th, uh, this is Finch. Uh, neat little animation called Tulip Bear. Um, I thought this one was cool. Uh, it's, it's like a bear. What, a like honey, a bear? honey bear? Honey bear. Honey bear. Uh, pretty fun. I'm interested to see if there's more to it than that. Um, and then the last one, uh, I love this artist, Anna Zileyeva. I believe is how you say it. I'm not. She's the the VR, oh, yeah. the VR yes. painter. You know, the yes. one who tilt brushes. Oh, I love her work. It's so good. Yeah, like her work is just absolutely art uh, amazing. She's doing another drop on the 17th, I believe. So Man, those gosh, portraits, so beautiful, so 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 beautiful. The eyes are really on point on these. You yeah. Know? Yeah, see, uh, what I love is that, like, she zooms in so close to get the detail, you know, mm-hmm. like like she's doing up in the top left right now, you know, and then she zooms down and it's like, oh, it's it, it looks so good. It's so, so good. I love yeah. her work. I would love to own some of her work one day. So, um, no mm. community drops right now. Um, we didn't get anything from anybody this no, week. No, nothing from anybody. And, and you know, this. Th- I knew this was going to happen. Eventually, you know... People are going to slow down on the NFT stuff, which is fine, you know. And it's summertime too. It's Everybody's summertime, kinda, yeah, yeah. Eventually, everyone's gonna. Uh, it's gonna just gonna be part of, become a part of everyday life. These NFTs, and you know, when they drop, yeah. they drop and stuff. But if you or anyone you know uh, uh, are dropping an NFT, feel free to shoot us an email uh, info at mograph dot com, and uh, we'll show it off on the show. Um, the other really big. NFT news that I've I, I I really we need to talk about because this is huge and Nicole you had to deal with this this past week um, as well as other you know other big notable people in the people. NF, NFT in the space uh, in yeah. the NFT space uh, 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 Frederick Duquette Fuckrender he got uh, he had this happen to him too so uh, basically what it is is someone is contacting all these artists. Right. And saying, hey, I'd be interested in hiring you for like an NFT or a job or something like that. You know, I've had, uh, will you check out what I've got already? And they send a dot SRT file. And what happens is it SRT? SCR. SCR. Sorry. A dot SCR file. 
and what happens is that gives them full control over your computer or something like that. And they end up stealing your MetaMask wallet, you know? Yeah. Which sucks. So, so tell us, tell us about that yes. a little. I, th- Nicole, I think it is, us, yeah. it's very good for people to understand how this happens in, in order to make sure that they're secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> literal nightmare. I'm like pretty perceptive with like these types of things too. And um, yeah, absolutely. Like, totally got me and it's just been absolutely terrible like i'm on like my laptop right now because my compromised computer is currently like dealing with like backing stuff up and i need to like reinstall windows and like it's just been absolutely terrible Mm. um Mm -hmm. so uh basically to go over what happened um i got sent an email i was going through my emails quickly just got back from vacation and was like okay let me see like who's talking to me like whatever um and i got this email from paper collective or something like that and it looked like 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 a legit email and then it's like okay if you want to like view the terms of like what we're talking about you know like click on this uh google drive links the google drive link um goes to a tiny url which goes to a google drive uh, and inside of that google drive it's like a presentation that has another link in it that says like Gosh. view collaboration details like password like 2020 you click on that link it downloads a rar file um and Jeez. like i mean and that's a lot of steps any one of us could get hit by that you know right yeah um, then, so the RAR file, you unzip it, has the password, 2020. Then it opens into an SCR file with a word icon. And I was like, God, these people must be stupid. Like, just like, with, <laughs> like, like what the hell is an SCR file? They probably, like, saved it wrong or something. Mm-hmm. Click on right. it. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Right. Immediately, bells went off in my head. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like this is yeah. a virus yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. i like ran to my metamask pulled everything out um just like as were they already up in there at that point trying to no so what i did stuff? is i left a tiny bit of money in it um and they wound up pulling that out um mm. interesting yeah and uh like See, they, but with the, yeah. like you think you think you'd like I don't know, as stupid as this sounds, like the FBI or something like that would be, would, I mean, you, you, this all, like, crypto is so traceable, you know? Like, it is, but it isn't, though. It's it's easy to identify what account hacked you or stole your money. It's impossible almost to find the person behind that account. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, totally. That's like how crypto started. Like, you know, do you remember like Silk Road and stuff like that? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, you know, the whole premise. I mean, not the premise of like crypto it's, itself. It's the nature but... of the beast with crypto, yeah. right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's like that's why it's secure right. in the first yeah. place. So it's, it's, a, it's a good and bad thing at the same time. Yeah. 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 So it's been a nightmare, like working with like foundation and stuff to get my account migrated. I'm on a few other sites too that I'm trying to contact, and like I don't know how that's going to work. It's been it's just been terrible, really, really stressful. Yeah, you know, I've been like making most of my money through crypto for the past few months, and it's been amazing. And like getting hit with this is really, really, really like upsetting and. 
hard and um yeah i'm really hoping to like recoup properly and i'm still like in that process right now yeah because it's it's not even the money it's the fact that the the art is attached to these accounts and that's Mm -hmm. that's the really difficult thing is it's like it's almost like it needs to be two separate things i don't know how that, that would be but it's so you know like when you take your money if you have a large sum of money you put it like a hardware wallet and take it off you know off the internet and whatever but it's like you can't really do that with your art yeah you know well like, you can you, have your art you can i like i just got a ledger for um my new metamask so um i'm gonna be using a hardware wallet from now on and you know getting into this i i think a lot of artists like didn't really understand like the dangers of crypto and how yeah. easy it is to get hacked like this like i've God, it's, it's, like, so upsetting. I feel like just, yeah, like, everyone's vulnerable, you know, unless you're taking, like, Mm -hmm. a ton of extra secure steps. And, like, even then, it's still, you know, kind of scary. There's there's nothing backing you up. Like, MetaMask isn't going to give you your money Mm -hmm. back. You know, Coinbase isn't going to give you your money back if you mess something up. Right. Like, that's, that's, you know, that's the scary part. Um but you know i still want to stay in this world i think it's really cool and interesting and again i really like new technology so i'm gonna keep moving forward but um yeah i would definitely advise to everyone to be really careful basically what this virus did Mm -hmm. is i had like a few people like analyzing it um like for me just so i kind of knew like how deep it got into my computer but basically it it, like thankfully it wasn't like that smart of a virus and it was just kind of like running as like an executable um and it didn't like embed into any of my files so technically Mm -hmm. i probably could be safe without wiping windows but i just want to be like extra extra safe Mm -hmm. now yeah no i'd be safe too yeah because it's the registry that you just it's it's almost impossible to figure out if it yeah if it got in the registry, how deep it went. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I don't think it got in, into anything. It didn't get into the registry. But, um, good. you know, better be safe than sorry kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they can access oh. any of your files. They access all my passwords and, um, like, all of my stuff st- saved on Chrome. I would tell everyone, do not do that. Get a password yeah, manager. Yeah. Get one password. Like, don't save your stuff on Chrome. Um, also like be careful with your mobile phones. Like someone, I was reading online that you can get hacked just by receiving a text message. So, um, Jeez. don't, don't know well, anything about hacking. that, but, um, uh, sim, sim swapping, sim swapping is the big thing now. Yeah. They, they, uh, they call T-Mobile, AT&T, they convince them that they're a certain person, right. they get to do a sim swap and all of a sudden their the two factor authentication is going to their phone. Yes. And not yours. Yeah, exactly. So um you would- get, get an authenticator app versus <clears throat> like uh um doing mm-hmm. like the text uh two factor yeah. authentication. Um yeah, I've unfortunately got through yeah. my Coinbase. You know, that's how Good. I get into Coinbase. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, yeah. like uh, a lot of websites still don't have authenticator apps, so that's mm-hmm. really annoying, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think Apple is working on some sort of solution as well. Mm. If there's going to be, like, Apple's going to have its own authenticator too. I think they're working in that area. Right. <clears throat> but, like, your your stuff that's on uh, on foundation, though, uh, like, you, you can't take it off the blockchain because it's your, or, or, or a hardware wallet, because it's your art. You want to have your art on display. Right. 
for people right. to 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 buy and sell. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you recover all of that. And yeah, I'm not uh, really. I'm like working with foundation right now. I'm not really sure what the end result is going to be exactly as far as like pieces I've already sold. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, the people who own those pieces have those pieces, so it's um, right. That's that's fine. Um, but. Uh, and my account's like frozen right now, so that's also good. good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, as far as like migrating everything, um, I'm still like working with them on that. So uh, I'll keep everyone updated as far as like how that goes. But um, yeah, definitely looking to like recoup after this and and get involved in more NFT stuff. So if anyone out there like is looking for someone, an artist uh, to do some NFT projects or or anything um, or like whatever definitely hit me up uh, i know like a new a lot of new gallery spaces are opening up in person which i think is yeah. really cool i'm in new york I always agree. looking for more opportunities in that um you know that type of thing but yeah and i'll, I'll have a couple drops after i finally get recovered to dropping an artwork uh one of what something that i've already made with enos alpha one of those face filters actually um probably sometime this month or next month uh really excited about that and then um, I'm going to be dropping another artwork with uh, Plant Daddy as well uh, at some point this <clears> month. Uh, so just waiting to get recovered first. Nice. Yeah. You sold a lot of art, too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. That's, I mean, it's great yeah. that you sold a lot of art, and it sucks that like all, all this happened. Yeah, Man. but it's it's great that you didn't get too much, I guess, too much money stolen. I mean, Fuckrinder <laughs> said he had, like, he posted he had like 200k stolen. yeah like 250k yeah it's insane like imagine like a couple years salary like getting stolen or you know yeah. it's like uh it's like years off your life yeah so it's it's something to really look out for I, i'm hoping that you know at some point we can have maybe like a security person come on and talk to us a little bit more yeah that'd be interesting about that or not even like security person but somebody who's <clears> like you know I, I don't know, like mankind or somebody who can, yeah. who's very well versed. MetaMask in- has always felt iffy to me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird that you have to log into so many sites with it and that you have to authorize it. Like, and then yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, know. but that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, and, but there's and- no two factor authentic- authentication. Like, yeah. it can't that's send the part a that's message like- to my phone. Mm. It's like, that's what the is part going I don't on? Like. I, I wish it was a little yeah. bit more secure in that way for sure. Yeah. What sucks is, like, I've got all my render tokens there, you know? It's like, and I can't move that over to, like, Coinbase or something that's a little bit more secure. Right. I, I don't know. The only thing I can think is just offloading it to a hard drive. That's a, where a I think, thing. that's where and I that, think, like, that Render me. got, like, I, and I, I won't speak to his experience completely, but, right. like, I think he had, like, some altcoins in MetaMask, and I, I guess, like, you know, mm. where do you move those if you can't move them to Coinbase kind right. of thing? Right, right, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's still just like the beginning of all of this. We're, yeah. You know, we're going to see so much change over the next few years, especially. I think uh, I, it's it's tough. I I I hadn't mentioned yet. I guess I sold uh, my Beeple. Yeah, you I did. Well and done. Um, it, this is this is what's funny. Small world, right? Uh, guy wanted the physical piece. Just happened. He lived in Dallas as well. Yeah. And so we ended up meeting at the Starbucks on the corner here in order to do the sale and do the physical piece of all places in the world you know 
And uh, so, of course, we're at Starbucks. We're not going to open up MetaMask in, on the Starbucks Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever, you know. So he's on VPN. I'm, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm tunneling through my phone just to do the Meta the MetaMask. But it was interesting doing the MetaMask like trade mm-hmm. next to each other in person. Yeah, you know, and yeah, seeing yeah. that money come in and and doing the handshake deal and handing over the physical piece. But that's cool. I'm just so incredibly nervous doing that stuff and you hit these large chunks yeah, of money sure. and you're like oh my god like, yeah like, and then you're transferring you, like, it over to yeah if you put to, it in the wrong address or something mm-hmm. goodbye money here's the you you want to miss what mistake mm-hmm. i almost made and i don't know if if nothing would have happened or if it would have been catastrophic but when you transfer from what from like uh, metamask to coinbase and it says, okay, Coinbase says, open your ETH wallet. It gives you an address. If you copy and paste, you copy and paste that address, you take it where it needs to go to, to do your MetaMask transfer, right? Well, I decided to transfer $1,000 as a test to make sure I could get that money where it needed to go without any problem, right? When you go to do it again in, in, uh, on MetaMask or wherever I was, it asks you... You want to do the transfer again? Okay. Do you want to just go to the address that you just went to? And I almost hit yes. But every time you open that wallet in Coinbase to get an address, it gives you a different address. So it was not the same address when I opened it to do the transfer for the rest of the money. And so I'm like, what if I would have sent it to the first address Mm -hmm. I tested it on by accident? Where would it have gone? Yeah. Because they gave me that address. I did not realize that the Coinbase wallet addresses are constantly changing. I thought that they assigned them to you for good mm-hmm. for a transfer. But I guess I, I, I got I got really lucky because I sold my Beeple piece through Nifty. I didn't have to deal with any of the back channel stuff. Right. And I was able to just transfer all my money straight to uh Yeah. Straight to my bank. You know? Yeah. Nice. Um but the uh, uh, I will say one thing: uh, Nifty updated their their stuff to where, um, to where you have to if you want to sell on Nifty anymore, you have to update your account and become an authorized seller or reseller right. or whatever. Yeah, because they make you fill out all the information for Square. I guess they're dealing doing dealing with like tax issues or something. That, like that. must be a tax thing. Yeah, because now you're going direct. Uh, you're you're doing your own stripe and all of that. It's got to be that's got to be why, you know. Um, Andy says, yeah, the changing address from Coinbase is really annoying a lot of the time with frequent exchanges. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know. The, I don't know if it would just error it out or if it would have sent the money to an arbitrary address and it would be gone. I think they need to warn you about yeah, that. I agree for sure. Yeah. So, uh oh. Hey, look, it's Dorpy. <laughs> hey, Matt. What's up, Dorpy? How's it going? It's, it's, I'm it's... about to go on summer vacation with Dave, so uh, I'm going to make this quick. <laughs> I'm about to go watch Loki anyway. Uh-huh. I had no idea that it was coming out. I guess you could say they released it pretty um, low-key. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm impressed that's not a dog joke this time. Oh, well, I got more. Just stay tuned. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... So, uh... Yeah, I don't really have much more to say because I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to go chill and relax in the sand with my growler. Dorpy, I, 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 I didn't know you were into craft beer. Craft beer? 
Yeah, yeah, you said, uh, you said a growler. Oh, no, 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 no. Growler is a hookup app for dogs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good okay, one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one, Dave. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> good old door. Uh, yeah. Nicole, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, Thank you for having me. I, I know that's Z-drop. that's a that's a really it's a really shitty thing to happen. It's really hard to talk about, you know. But yeah. it's I think it's important to put the information out there, you know. Yeah, I want everyone but, uh, to be safe and learn from my mistakes, definitely. And you know, if if anyone like sees anything like I went through, like definitely feel free to hit me up and ask, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if yeah. it seems like a virus, because I I feel like. Yeah, it can happen to anyone. Never open anything that is not an MOV file or an MPEG-4, right? Uh, you never know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oof. Just Yikes. don't open anything that don't is open from anything ever. Someone you yeah. don't know, I think, yeah. is yeah. If, totally. who you can't like. Maybe like send them an email back first and be like, "Hey, like you know, this sounds interesting. Like, ask some questions, see if they seem sketchy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, see, look at the email address. The email address was like at a Gmail account. That's a really good, like, I usually do this too. And I look at the, the email and I look at the website and then I put the website in the browser to see where it goes, uh, right. just to see like who, who it is. I would say if you get some, any Gmail emails, like be super wary of like yeah. what's going on there. Yeah, totally. Totally. All, All right, right, Matt. Well, let's let's wrap the drop and then we'll wrap the podcast. Cool. Well. If y'all have any uh, drops, hit us up infomograph.com. Until then, we'll see y'all next week on the drop. The drop. 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 Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Nicole, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this week, we really appreciate it. Uh, it was good. I, it, You've got I, some this really is the first time I've, uh, I've ever met you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's nice to meet you nice over the internet. Yes. Hopefully, we'll meet in person one day. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you going to go to NAB or any of the uh, events that are starting mm-hmm. to pop back up this year, or are you waiting a little longer? There's like an NFT thing in New York. I think it's called NFT cool. NYC or something. I, I don't, don't quote me on that. It's in November. <laughs> I'm going to go to that. Um, so definitely gonna be there um any other events i don't know about so maybe clue me in <laughs> nab cool. happening in october oh yeah yeah cool 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 totally i'd say camp mograph but you know it's sold, sold out. out yeah yeah so but, um yeah i i uh think that i think that there'll be some people at nab in October for I sure, think there will be you know, a, a but not amount. all of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And um, April, I think, is when they're gonna. I, assuming they're going back to April after that, but yeah, you know, I that, would hope. That, so. I think that one's gonna be big. That one will be big. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, there's still a lot of restrictions involved in that. Like, um, I even think, if you're vaccinated, I think, be I think you have to have a mask and all this kind of stuff. I, I, th- I don't know if I think they're just I mean, putting no that out policy. there. I think they're just putting that out there as a precaution. I think it's all going to be yeah. gone by, you know, we, we booked oh, a Disney trip saying. for July, you know, knowing that everything was fully masked and blah, blah, blah. They just released, they just, you know, dropped all the mask stuff uh, this yeah. last week. So it's mm-hmm. like, you can now go to Disney World with no mask. Wow. They say, you know, we, they recommend, or they say for fully vaccinated people, you don't have to wear a mask, but we recommend it. 
for those who aren't or whatever mm. and it's like but they're not they're not gonna check so it's like okay right, right, right. so you got the vaccinated people and then you got the liars you know <laughs> yeah so it's fine yeah. um okay nicole if people want to find you mm-hmm. online where are the best places to to check out your work and hit you up send you a message not a not a text yeah don't be creepy not a text no text please um yeah yeah uh i'm on twitter at underscore nicole ruggiero my last name's r-u-g-g-i-e-r-o uh just at nicole ruggiero on instagram if you want to check out my frozen nft account on foundation it's (laughs) foundation uh at nicole ruggiero also Cool. At least bookmark it for when it's unfrozen. Yeah, right? go back add me on Twitter and um, I'll I'll keep everyone updated as uh, on my journey that I am currently in. <laughs> right on. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, stay on the line with us here. We'll get all your your files and things after the show. Um, but we're gonna say goodbye to the audience. You can rate us on iTunes. Leave a review on your podcatcher uh subscribe on your podcatcher of choice leave a review on your podcast uh rating app of choice and uh helps get our ratings up when you uh give us a little five-star review there you know Mm -hmm. you can subscribe to the newsletter which uh, i think we're going to have one coming out this week and uh we send that out about once a month you can see what's going on you'll see some of the updates to summer of mograph and what we're doing there and uh, you can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab, Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. That's classic. All the profits from Vintage. that go to Doctors Without Borders. Vintage Paul Bab shirt. The Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve T. The That Render is Fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear ironically. Unless, unless you're shams. shams. And uh, lastly, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, which is that what I'm wearing right now you can see on the interwebs i'm wearing and, uh, i'm wearing my whoop. node commander shirt oh nice <laughs> that, that chad ashley yeah though. that chad ashley I bumped my right microphone there. i'm just i'm right just gonna there. talk down here for the next 30 yep. seconds <laughs> um and uh we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube mograph.com and of course now tiktok check it out there's stuff on there that you don't see anywhere else so check that out get your quick tips on cinema 40 and uh edutainment type stuff and that wraps it up, I think. Yep. And I'm still down here in the bottom. So oh, until Dave. next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Nicole. Have a good one. Later, yo. Bye. It's pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? 
MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions, check out our plugins, or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.